Hello, thank you again for joining me. I am Sandy Waters, and this is Neighbors in Need. And our guest today, Elizabeth Murray, the program manager at Causewave Community Partners, and Nancy Ryan from Finger Lakes Donor Recovery Network. We're talking about past life on pastlifeon.org. Thank you so much for being in with us again. Welcome. Thank you. And every time you guys come in, it, it, there's so much more to talk about, right? It feels like we don't even get to everything that we want to talk about. So then we say, okay, let's come back together. And then there's so many new things happening. So let's learn first about what you guys do and the effort. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I work for Causewave Community Partners. We're a nonprofit organization um, and we have been around for nearly 70 years now, Um, previously known as the Ad Council of Rochester. And uh, had a name change, a really great, exciting process that we went through a couple of years ago. Um, reason being is um, causes are what we work on. We work with nonprofits on uh, helping them to to meet their mission while identifying what the issues and, and community causes are in our region. And so we have this wonderful opportunity to work with individuals and organizations such as Finger Lakes Donor Recovery Network on moving the needle on issues that are that are kind of you know, plaguing our community and, and how can we make this community that's already fantastic, how can we make it even better? So um, that's my privilege to be able to do this every day. And we're just as privileged to work with uh, Causewave Community Partners and Elizabeth. Um, our organization, Finger Lakes Donor Recovery Network, is an organ procurement organization. We're one of four in New York State. We're federally designated. Um, our service area covers 20 counties in the Finger Lakes and upstate and central and northern uh, regions of New York. And um, our, it's our mission to help fulfill the wishes of people with regards to organ donation. And we do that by work partnering uh, with hospitals. Hospitals um, call us when they believe that there's a patient who is critically ill or is already deceased. They alert us and our professionals, our clinical um, People go into the hospitals and our family services personnel to speak with families about end-of-life wishes with regards to organ donation. And my role primarily with Finger Lakes is uh, the, the marketing and the community education awareness end of it all, which is how we came to work with CauseWave. Um, uh, one of you know the ongoing um, goals of our organization actually in, in the country is to increase the number of people who are registered organ, eye, and tissue donors. Because when you're a registered donor, it makes the conversations with families um, much easier and um, it, it relieves families of having to make a decision on behalf of their loved yeah. one um, in a time of crisis, quite frankly. So it's, an, it's a matter of um, sharing awareness about what organ donation means, letting the community know um, that this is an option and an end-of-life decision that they should make soon, you know, um, before something happens to them and, um, and share their wishes with their families. So it is a tough conversation. And that could be one of the barriers why you're not having it is because it's awkward. Um, but for those families who are dealing with, uh, you know, a situation where a loved one has passed, is it an inevitable question that the medical personnel will ask them? What do you want to do? Is that going to be a question no matter if the, the person, their loved one was a organ donor or not? So how that works is actually the hospital, the nurses and doctors are there to save your life and to care for the patient. Um, they refer to members of our organization to speak with the family. Okay. So it won't be um, a hospital or it won't be a nurse or a doctor okay. that has that conversation. It'll be one of our coordinators. 
and uh, we're in the pro- in the meantime we check the donor registry we check um, we ask for a, a healthcare proxy so we're doing some background work initially to see if that particular patient is a registered organ donor or not. Um, we organ procurement organizations and eye banks and tissue banks are the only organizations that have access to check the donor registries. Okay. So that's another myth, quite frankly. I think a lot of people assume that, you know, the doctors um, are quickly checking to see if you have a donor card or if it's on your license or if you're in the registry, and that's going to affect uh, the, the patient care that they're receiving in the hospitals. That's not true at all because they don't, first of all, they're there to save your life. They're not taking the time to check the donor registries. Our organizations um, are doing that. So, okay. yes, then we, we if if the patient is a registered donor, we uh, let the family know that um, that was their wish and that, you know, we we talk, walk them through that process to make that happen. Now, if you notice that they're not on the registry, mm-hmm. do you still have a conversation with the family? We do, yes. See, now that is where it's going to be. Is it, what is more tough, having it now mm-hmm. or at that point? You know, if you're going to have this conversation at some point, and, and why it, not do it now where... Right. Right. When, when you're you not in the middle of a crisis. Right. I mean, you've just been told that your loved one is not has not survived or will not survive, whether it's an, an accident or a sudden illness or whatever it is. And processing all of that mm-hmm. all at one time and and relatively short amount of time, they would have to make the decision about organ donation. So, yes, it's um, and, and actually families have come to us and told us if their loved one had been registered they it's a huge sense of relief for yeah. them they mm-hmm. see that as such a gift so really making your decision today whether you want to be a donor or not if you if you do, if organ donation is not for you let let your family know that there's not a registry that says no i don't want to be an organ donor there's only a registry that says yes i do but um share it with your wishes with your family um because it truly is a gift um, of them just like any other end of life planning you know, um, you you always make preparations to, you know, plan, you know, your estate and your will and, and other health care decisions like do not resuscitate and things. Organ donation is, is just another part of that process that oftentimes people forget about. And is enrollment going up? The last time you were in, you were excited to say that, yes, we're, we're moving the needle. Is it continuing? Yes, definitely. Um, we... Uh, Nancy and her team have shared some new numbers in the last month, um, and and I don't actually want to steal her thunder, so I'm going to turn to her on this because it really hasn't been publicly shared. I'm jumping out of my seat, to be honest with you. We're thrilled to announce that in our service area, again, the 20 counties that we cover, our enrollment rate is up to 44.3%. The last time you and I spoke, I think it was in the 40. It was 40. I had just broken 40%. Remember, the national average is 54%. So 54% of the U.S. population who, is, who are old enough to register as an organ donor um, are registered. And in New York State, it seemed like for years we were in the upper 20s and that we, we broke into the 30s. Um, New York State itself has also made significant gains because we have more opportunities for people to enroll as a donor. And we can yeah. talk about that in a minute, too. But New York State enrollment rate is 34%. Um, our registration rate in our service area, 20 counties, is 44%. And we have five counties that have crossed the 50% threshold 
And do you think it is because of the awareness where we're feeling more comfortable talking about it, the education, the busting these myths that we all had? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, You know, part of our approach with with this um, community impact initiative, as well as the others that CauseWave works on, is really a mixture of programming and messaging. And there's a lot of work that that goes into that uh, with the partners that sit at the steering committee level. Um, and identifying what are those barriers that are preventing people from taking that action, mm-hmm. preventing them from that the behavior change that we're seeking. Um, and a lot of times it is myth busting. And so, you know, in the case of organ donation, we have people um, and we know for a fact that over 80 percent of New Yorkers who are eligible to be you know, registered on the organ donor registry over 80% are supportive of organ donation. And it's probably even closer to 90%, I would imagine. Um, and so when we look at those statistics, and, and as Nancy referenced, you know, if New York State just a few years ago, um, you know, was second lowest uh, registry in the entire nation, um, our area here was hovering around 28 to 30% when we launched this initiative. And we've made these strides of, you know, almost 16% increase in just short a period of time. Why is that? Well, it's really a mixture of things. It's um, working with people like you who have this amazing um, audience and following and sharing this message every opportunity that we have. It's taking a look at what are the reasons why people are thinking that they are not able to be registered. Um, are, are they misconceptions? Um, mm-hmm. Are they, you know, do they think that they're they're too old, that they've been sick in the past, that they're overweight, that their religion doesn't support it? So we have very purposefully looked at all of those barriers and said, how can we address these? How can we provide helpful information that's going to empower people to make choices based on fact and truth and make them more comfortable with making that individual choice as well as speaking with their families? Um, you know, we, we frequently will say holidays are a time. It sounds a little crazy, but holidays are a time when we all get together and we catch up with our family members that maybe don't live nearby And we often have um, really powerful conversations with them. And so ironically, it's kind of a great time to sit down and and talk with our family members um, about those really deep conversations, whether it is, you know, something that is um, upcoming, like an end of life decision, or it's just basic, you know, philosophy on life. So we we really have, we're very, very um, ecstatic about the increase in numbers, but extremely grateful for everyone who has helped to carry that message uh, because truly it's having an impact. And it's the, how much easier it is to register too, you were alluding to, right, Nancy? Yes. um, So launched last October was a new online registration process. Uh, So if you go to pastlifeon.org, there's a button over to the top right of the, of the site Um, You can click that and enroll completely online. In the past, you had to print out the form and literally mail it in. So now it's all electronic. Um, That's number one. I have to say probably even the bigger impact in the last year has been the opportunity anyone enrolled in the New York State Health Exchange, um, the health care program out of New York State, in that enrollment form, in in that online process too, people have the opportunity to register as an organ donor there, which is fantastic. And in one year's time, it was, I think they enrolled over 100,000 new people into the registry just through that um, portal, as we call it. So you know, when you're registering to vote, you can sign up to be an organ donor on that form. 
when you're signing up for healthcare through the state, you can do it there. Um, coming soon, we're, we're pretty certain um, anybody filling out an application for SUNY or CUNY forms uh, will have the opportunity um, to check a box there on those forms okay. as well. So it's been a lot of advocacy work in Albany. Elizabeth and her team members and our volunteers make a trip at least once a year to the lawmakers in Albany to help them or to ask them to help us find new avenues and new places yeah. for people to register. And it's it's meant, obviously, a significant increase in, in our numbers and, and saving more lives ultimately, too. We've been talking about the one side of giving your family peace of mind and making that difficult time um, a little bit easier where, you know, once they have a, a yes, they want to be an organ donor or not. But the flip side of it, who you're helping is amazing. And if you go to pastlifeon.org, you can watch the videos, you can read the stories of what an impact it makes. Um, there's a, a video on there now that we have talked about, but now there's a new video that's right. going to be launched soon. Very soon. We're very excited again about this. Um, again, when we talk about what are those barriers that are giving people some hesitancy about enrolling, um, religion is often one. People aren't sure whether their faith will support organ donation. And this has come up so many different times and whenever Finger Lakes Donor Recovery Network has an event, they hear that same thing. And so we want people to be armed with the facts. And so um, recently there was a, an, an amazing video that was filmed with five different leaders, faith leaders from our community representing um, you know, a variety of religions. Mm -hmm. And they sat down and had a conversation peer to peer about how their uh, particular faith supports organ donation. And they used, you know, scriptural um, context to support that. And they talked about personal stories of families with whom they've spoken um, at that time of life and, you know, when you have to start making decisions. It was an amazing conversation. Um, that will be launched soon. And there are many different opportunities throughout the year where there are religious observances um, that this, this tool, we're really calling this video a tool, um, that faiths can, can share with their congregation can give them the facts. In fact, on this video at the very end, there's a screen that shows every single major religion that um, supports organ donation. And so people are able to see, you know, is my mm. faith there? And the, the closing is really talk to your family, talk to your faith leader. Um, you live your life to the fullest and then help others do the same past life on. So it's an amazing video. We're so excited because um, the decision makers, the people in the community that, that people look to, um, that when they're making hard decisions and they're talking to their religious leaders, we want this tool to be in their hands as well so that they can share it with their faith community um, and everyone can feel really confident and comfortable about the decisions they're making. And November is a kickoff to National Donor Sabbath, and uh, that's a national observance, and that takes place November 9th through the 11th of this year. And again, that's um, all major faiths and religions in the United States do support um, organ donation and, and make it clear that it's a decision that, um, you know, is left up to the individual or, or family. So uh, we have our, you know, faith communities celebrating that and the gift of new life and that's through organ and eye and tissue donation 
Wonderful. PassLifeOn.org for more information. And we encourage you to uh, have a conversation with your family today about this and really seriously consider it and think about it and do your research. PassLifeOn.org. Elizabeth, Nancy, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.